is the Tuesday edition. The right now, I'm thinking of Anchorman and Will Ferrell and the gif where he says, I don't believe you, edition. I'll explain in a second. The Indianapolis Scouting Combine is underway, and Brian Gutekunst is at the podium at the Indiana Convention Center right now. But he just spent almost an hour with Wisconsin-based reporters in which he shared a few tidbits, including something that leads me to refer to Will Ferrell edition. And the... Remember that Boldathon we did? How'd that go? We might take a look back at that at some point this week. Perhaps today. Edition. Of Will and Tausch. On 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN Madison, 1430 ESPN Beaver Dam. ESPNWisconsin.com, the ESPN app, your Alexa smart speaker. Streaming live video, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. And of course, everything you need on WisconsinOnDemand.com and the Wisconsin On Demand app, which allows you to get the podcast of this program how you like to get it. Google Play, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and of course, Spotify. I'm Jason Wilde in Green Bay. There's an extra pep in my step. Got a workout in, got a shower in. Paul and the girls come home today. I'm in a great mood. We'll see if that changes during the course of the next three hours. Jesse Nelson is in the Everlight Solar ESPN Madison studios and from his undisclosed location. He is the Packers Hall of Famer. Nice glasses, Jesse. Good to see you bringing them back. He is Mark Tauscher. Tausch, good morning. How are you? I'm good. What did, uh, what's your Goody Will Ferrell reference? All right. So, look, I understand that once upon a time, uh, Goody lied to me. It bothered me. I may have, uh, it, if you lie to me, I can't trust you. But this morning, while speaking with Domofsky and Huber and Tim Van Voren and all the crew from uh, the greater Green Bay, Wisconsin media, uh, Goody was asked about David Bakhtiari. And he claimed, again, you can take it for what it's worth, but he claimed that he has not made a decision on David Bakhtiari. Now, I would say that if we're going to play word games, that he hasn't made a final decision, but that they definitely have decided that barring some sort of major shift of, I don't know, David Bakhtiari saying I'll play for the league minimum with incentives that'll take me back to my scheduled salary, they're moving on from him. So they haven't made the actual move of releasing him, but at the very least they have a plan to release him, right? Like, I just, I felt like, and Rob Domofsky's already got a story up at ESPN.com and ESPNWisconsin.com to that effect that that's what Goody says. There's been no decision. Tausch, tell me if I'm wrong to say that we're playing some word games on David Bakhtiari's future with the Packers. Well, I think it was fairly obvious listening to his postseason press conference that David was not going to be a part of this thing moving forward, especially when you looked at how he commented on Aaron Jones and Jair Alexander Mm -hmm. and everything else. But 
I think there's a lot of semantics that go on in this whole deal, and especially when you're down at the combine, trying to you know figure out if there is some maneuvering that can happen because for as you know, David has missed a ton of time. He's been paid a bunch of money. Uh, he's a good football player when he's out there, and if he is you know healthy, he'd be someone you'd really want to have. But you can't at this point in his career count on him to be out there and you don't get paid for past performances you get paid on what you're going to do into the future and i don't know if there's anybody that could tell you what david's future is going to look like including david uh so i don't know where's the will ferrell part of that i don't uh that's i don't believe I you is what he says he's sitting at his desk i don't believe you i don't believe oh that you're they will decided ferrell. i'm will ferrell i so don't you're believe being you will ferrell Oh, you made it sound like Goody was being Will Ferrell. No, I'm Will Ferrell, and I don't believe you. Do you believe him? He said, yeah, and, I don't, and I'm, I, I'm quoting from Rob's story, we'd like to have a decision before the league year starts. Because obviously they want his nearly $40 million cap number resolved. I, I believe that, but I believe that you've already decided. And unless David is so, going to take less money, he's gone. Dunzo. So if they cut him, what's his cap hit? 20? So here, here's what happens. His his cap number for next year is nearly forty million. If they cut him, he counts nineteen million against the cap as dead cap money. So forty minus nineteen, and I'm not being condescending at all when I say this, is twenty one million. They save, save. They still have dead cap for him, no doubt. But they save twenty one million between what he's scheduled to count and what he would actually count if he's no longer on the team. There's, uh, I'm sorry, there's no way in God's green earth that he is on this team at his number. And the only decision you have to make is, can you convince him to say, hey, we'd love to have you back. We don't know if we can count on you. So you're going to play for the league minimum with incentives that get you all the way up to your scheduled pay. And David's going to say, go take a long walk off a short pier, and then he's going to go play somewhere else eventually. Right? Yeah, he's not going to be back in Green Bay at that number. We all know that. Uh, and David has done a great job of maximizing his earnings. He's not coming back on a minimum deal. There's no way. He's not coming back playing for $5 million. Uh, there's, there are things in the CBA that if you're unable to play, uh, you still get a piece of that contract even after you're cut. So I don't know what that number is. I'm sure it's changed since... 2011 or 2012 but if you're injured because if you had surgery or something and you were not able to be cleared physically which Mm -hmm. there will be no way Mm -hmm. with the surgery david had that he'll be cleared so he will be getting money whether it's through an insurance program or however the nfl does that and that just adds another layer now do i think david wants to come back and play again i do but I think it will have to be, A, his body allows him to, and I don't know if anyone believes or knows that he'll be able to do that. And certainly Brian Gutekunst is not going to put a $21 million dice roll on the table that he might. So I think we all, as I've said for a while, uh, great career in Green Bay, but I think David's time as the starting left tackle for the Green Bay Packers is over. Uh, among the things that... Brian Gutekunst said during his time with the local reporters, based on a few tweets that have come out, uh, he was asked if 
Rashid Walker can be the starting left tackle, and his response was, I certainly think he's already shown that. Yeah. That would be another piece of, we're moving on from David Bakhtiari, even if we won't say that we've actually made the decision. Right. Yeah, and I think Goody wants. Yeah, I think Goody wants to be respectful of the whole thing. He doesn't want this. You know, David is a player that deserves to be celebrated, and not just kind of cast away with. Uh, oh, he's cut. You know, I, I don't think that's the road that the Packers will go down. So, trying to figure out what that looks like for both parties, and you know how Goody wants to approach that, how David's team wants to approach that. Uh, I think that's the. And by all accounts, Goody and David Bach have a great relationship. I think they've uh, you know, obviously Goody has paid David very handsomely, mm-hmm. and I think David appreciates and respects Goody's approach on how this goes. Will it still be the case when he's released? I, I don't know. Everybody's feelings get mishmashed a little bit, but I think David is going into this with his eyes wide open, mm-hmm. understanding the economics of how NFL football works. And when you start piecing everything together, I I don't know anyone that actually believes David will be back. Including David. Agreed. Right? Like, he knows. And and I'm not, look, I'm not pushing him out the door. I'm not saying, yeah, just, no, I'm not. What I'm saying is, is, you know, I, I, if you want to play the semantics game, you know, we have a plan for what we're going to do. You like David. You like David, I do, I do. I actually was messaging with him last night a little bit, and maybe we can get him on the program once his future is decided. Uh, he says hello, by the way. But my my yeah. my thing is is that let's not pretend that you don't know what you're doing because if we're being honest, if you haven't figured out what you're doing with David Bakhtiari yet, then you're not doing your job because the league year is almost here. So we know he because Goody's good at what he does. I, we all agree. You think much higher of him than me, but I we both think highly of him. And well, his last two draft classes think higher than you. I can tell yeah. you. That. So what? Okay, uh, just out of curiosity, how you feel about where Quay Walker is in his development, and how you feel about Devontae Wyatt's development so far? His two first round picks. I feel great. I feel great about what he did in last year's draft. I know that. Okay, you really said the last two drafts, though. I yeah. feel fantastic. Uh, my my point is is that he knows what he's going to do. So I agree. It's a game of semantics. I agree. You don't want to be you disrespectful to David. You do the same thing that Goody does, though. Uh, you no, do. but I would you say hide source. You'll you'll bounce around and not say everything that you know in order to protect your story. He's doing the same thing here. He knows what he's going to do. You know he knows what he's going to do, and he's saying, "Yeah, I'm not going to say that yet until it's done." So he's doing the same thing you do. I don't want to make a fairness. move until we have to. So you've made a decision. You haven't made the move. That's all. That's all I'm saying. And again, if if it but was a little, but will you admit you do the same? No, you do because, the same thing. Because here's the thing. I would acknowledge that when it comes to Devondre Campbell, maybe he hasn't decided what he wants to do there. Right? That one's a little bit. That. Yeah. That's a little bit of a more yeah. of a challenging decision to make, right? Are we ready to make Isaiah McDuffie the middle linebacker in the new 4-3, and are we going to put Quay on one, you know, at will, or at, what's his plan there? Uh, that's fine. But David Bakhtiari's $40 million cap number tells me he knows what he's doing with David Bakhtiari. Yeah. That's all. Now, we'll yeah, get to- all, I'm, all I'm saying for you 
you've plenty of times had off-the-record conversations, and you know what's happening. You'll leave breadcrumbs, but you won't throw all of your stuff out there because you want to protect the integrity of your source, anything else. That's all Goody's doing here. Right, but I would choose... He's not lying. He He knows. Has he made his decision or not? Yes. Okay, he said he hasn't. Yes. He said he hasn't made his decision. So you tell me what that is. Because he's so explain because that to he me hasn't like Joe Barry. made it publicly. He's not. He could say, "I just am not ready to go forward with what I'm what I'm deciding." So is he telling a little bit of a white lie? Yes. That's all. I Have asked. you Thank done you that? Very much. Have no. you done that with any of your any of your stories no, or talking usually, on the radio? Here's what I usually Jason, do. I take. I, no, Jason, I'll tell you what I do because this is important delineation to me. You tell white lies, even if too. it's just you to tell me. White no. Lies too. What I do is Jesse? say Aaron Rodgers tips us off to what's going on, and I say yep. I think this is what's going to happen. I think yeah. that Rodgers is unhappy. I haven't talked to him on the record at all, but and that little on the record there gives me the wiggle room that I'm not lying. That's a white I haven't lie. Ta- it's not. Yeah. I haven't talked to him on the Jason. record. Yes or no? <laughs> it depends Dude, you're whose not record. Semantic, the semantic guy. You're a football guy. I'm a semantics guy. What we both are are Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin guys. We are indeed, and right now, an outstanding deal going on. 0% interest for up to three years, or no down payment, no interest, no payments for up to 18 months. And when you start looking at interest payments and where everything's at, that is a crazy good deal. Imagine having beautiful Pella windows and doors installed, but not having to make a single payment on them for a year and a half. Take advantage because this deal at Pella only lasts until leap day which is Thursday. Pella's expert team installs year-round, and they customize any new window or door to match your home's unique decor. Visit PellaWI.com today to learn more. About we'll talk more of some decor. of the things. Let me finish my limerick. Oh, I'm what, sorry. What I didn't, I, I, yeah. He's to fired up today. More, and I thought that was I it. I had a little uh, limerick. Uh, I had a little Jesse Nelson limerick. It's my fault. I didn't even know I had in me. That's my that's fault. True. I'm sorry. Uh was it a haiku or a limerick? Uh, I don't think it was syllable, syllabled, so I think it was a limerick. Do I do uh, an Bra- iambic pentameter tomorrow? Love Shakespearean iambic pentameter. Um, all right, so Goody is now talking uh, to the big room. Uh, apparently he was going roughly the same time as Elliot Wolf, who is now in charge of the personnel department with the New England Patriots, by the way. Okay. So I don't know. Uh, I've seen a few tweets so far from Bill Huber and Wes Hodkowitz and a few others. We'll talk a little bit more about what Brian Gutekunst has said or is saying in Indianapolis right now. But we also want to get to recapping our Boldathon. Uh, someone sent that to me uh, about a week ago, like a review of what we had posted of everyone's picks. Uh, some okay. were quite prescient, others. Eh, not quite as good. We'll check them out. Coming up next, it's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and sponsored by American Family Insurance.
competition in the rooms allowed us to grow at an accelerated pace. That is Brian Gutekunst on the Packers' improvement during the second half of last season. He just finished up at the podium at the Indianapolis Scouting Combine at the Indiana Convention Center. We'll see if we've got some highlights for you coming up. But before we get to more Goody, we need to get to the Boldathon. Now, we thank Rob Domofsky for inspiring us. We thank Rob Domofsky for now every time he has to write something or say something on television for ESPN. The first person he thinks of is Mark Tauscher because he wants to make sure he says something bold enough to meet Tausch's exacting standards. That, in turn, led to the annual Boldathon. Last season's was the second, the 2023 season, and we had a cavalcade of stars who made predictions, some of them better than others. Before we get to the entire condensed version of everyone's predictions, I think we should listen to yours, mine, and Jesse's. And see how we fare. Do you remember what you predicted? Yeah, I believe it was Jordan Love would get a contract extension and be a Pro Bowl quarterback. Is what I believe I said. Okay, I may. Mine was about Rashawn Gary, I believe, and I mine did not. Uh, I think go all Jesse that had that kicker for the Jets beating up Mason Crosby. Right? Isn't that what? Just, that was right. 2018, was 2019. Sam. What was Ficken. the name of that kicker that you had? Kicking Ficken, man. How could you forget? Kicking. Oh Ficken. yeah, Luke Ficken. No, Luke no. Ficken. <laughs> He's the special teams coach under Luke Fickle. Uh, all right, Jesse. How do you want to do this? Who do you want to play first? I'll always start with old T. Always. Okay. Jordan Love contract extension announced before Thanksgiving with the Green Bay Packers. He is going to earn a big mm. new contract extension, mm. and it's going to happen before Thanksgiving. That is my bold prediction. Mm. Well, uh, in fairness, uh, I didn't realize that you can't get a new contract six months. Now, is he going to get a new big, fat contract before Thanksgiving? The problem I didn't do, I didn't not, say Not before you, Easter, but sometime after Easter. Yeah. No, no, no. I meant, uh, again, I meant to say 2024. Thanksgiving of 20. I, no, you don't. I can don't. understand why Come you. Come on. Hold up. Hey, Goody, stop. No, I. he had two years on his deal, right, going into last year. I did not recognize. Stop giving me the. Take the L and move forward. You're right. I'm not right. taking an L. I'm not taking an L. He deserves a new contract. You That's said my this in said. September. And you yeah, said I before Thanksgiving, you can't yeah, say that you met Thanksgiving. Thanks. No, you're such. No, no, that's what I'm saying. No, it's a, it's a, as you put it, it's a little white lie. It's a little error. You, you're the one who said it's a white lie. It was an error of omission by me. I apologize to our fans. I omitted it. My point was mm-hmm. that Didn't Jordan Love was going either. to show enough. Mm-hmm. That he was going to earn a big fat contract extension. Uh, you would agree and in that. Re- in that regard, I'd be correct. Uh, you would agree that as of Thanksgiving, he had not played well enough. Thanksgiving 2023, he had not played well enough to ensure that he deserved a contract extension. Because on Thanksgiving, he played very well in Detroit. But the day before, he basically had the Chargers game and the Steelers game as evidence that he was improving. 
So Correct. he did not play well enough for the first half of the season that he would have gotten a... So it was uh, very astute of you, very prescient of all you fair. to really mean the Thanksgiving 2024, yeah, which we all up. believe I you. Meant, yeah. mm-hmm. I meant 2024, but my point was mm-hmm. that he was going to show enough, and I believed in Jordan, that his season would be good enough that he'd get a bit... I didn't say a baby extension. I said big, fat contract extension. Guess mm-hmm. what he's going to get? Mm-hmm. Big fat contract yep. after Thanksgiving 2023, but before Thanksgiving 2024. All right, Jesse, who's next? You're next. This didn't go well for me. You want him to be considered elite. I have told you that I thought he was on the cusp of elite when he suffered his injury. He will be on a pitch count in the opener and perhaps for a few games thereafter. Rashawn Gary wins NFL Comeback Player of the Year. Gets a contract extension before the season is over and is an all pro. Okay. Second, I think second team. But if all those things happen, this defense is going to be pretty darn good in spite of the coordinator. Mm. I got the extension part right. And it was, bef- was it before or after Thanksgiving? Uh, well before Thanksgiving 2024. And 2023, I believe, as well, because he was going back to Detroit and he'd already signed the extension. Um, Look, I underestimated, and I'm not going to try and play semantics like some of us who are always up for semantics. Um, I underestimated how much he was going to struggle coming back from that ACL and how inconsistent he was going to be. He had some great games, but I should have taken a cue from old T, who went through two of these, and Brian Bulaga, who went through two of these. He he did not he could not sustain his high level of play, and that was unrealistic of me to expect from him. So he got his extension. Uh, he had, what, two games of six sa- of three sacks each for six of his nine sacks. He didn't get the double digits. Um, so I'm eager to see what he looks like in the new scheme. I still believe he is on the cusp of being an elite pass rusher, but he was not a dominant player last season. I give him a pass for his comeback from the ACL. Came back faster than anyone envisioned. I thought he was going to start the season on the pup. By the time we were making these predictions, he'd been taken off of that during training camp. I still am a Rashawn Gary believer, but I think he's got a lot to prove. And now I'm eager to see what he looks like in a 4-3 system, even though they'll probably only play it about a quarter of the time. Yeah, and he just moved some money around with his deal to give more cap space for Goody and Russ to work their deal, but I, I think there's always that, uh, you know, you want to get back out there. You want to prove that you're the guy, and it's always that second year after an ACL that you, because Rashad Gary all last offseason, he wasn't able to do everything he wanted mm-hmm. training-wise, and there's so much time both physically and mentally that you put into rehabbing your knee that it, there are going. You're robbing Paul to pay Peter. Uh, so now, all of a sudden, this off season, he's going to go and you're going to put cheese on everything, and you know, get all of that training that he's going to be able to do. Not having to, while he still has to focus on his knee, you can do everything that you want. That should allow him to have a much bigger season coming forward. All right, now let's get to the person who did the best of the three in his prediction. Bespectacled Jesse Nelson. The Green Bay Packers will remain in Super Bowl contention 
longer than last year's NFC representative in the Super Bowl, the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> That's so stupid. You wouldn't bet three pennies on Yes, that. I do. The, no, you would The not. Eagles last year coming into the year had the uh, 32nd ranked strength of schedule. This year they have 10th. They've lost okay. four starters mm-hmm. on defense. Sure. They have a tougher yeah. division uh, and a tougher schedule okay. to play this year. Fair. I think Jalen Hurts takes a step backward. Mm-hmm. I think the Cowboys are good. I think the Saints are good. Mm-hmm. And the Saints NFC North stings. I think the Eagles Saints get eliminated before the Packers do. What do you want to bet on that? I'll put a comma on it. Yeah, pay up, old team. Did you have the Did you have the wherewithal to bet it? No, I did not travel to a location in which that was legal in time to place that bet before the yeah, start of I the mean, season. At that point in time, that was a ridiculous thing to say. Uh, but I, I tipped the cap. You were right. They collapsed. You nailed it. It didn't work the out the way you Eagles, saw it happening. The Philadelphia Eagles were also ten and one. They did collapse. And so I, I what am I gonna say? I can't say Jesse was wrong, but at that point in September, it was Philadelphia, San Francisco. And for the vast majority of the season that's the way it went. But the Packers continued to ascend. The Philadelphia Eagles dropped off a cliff. And so Jesse, you were right, and even though my prediction is also going to be correct, uh yours was very bold and it ended up being very correct. <laughs> Me and you, Tausch, the two winners of the Boldathon. Uh-huh. Um, well, there were some uh, other. Is Jordan Love going to get a contract extension? Okay, I'm not. I'm not going to relitigate this. Um, Here, Mister Semantics, is he going to get a contract extension? You said in September he would get a contract extension by Thanksgiving, which a was f- impossible. Which uh, I will admit, I didn't know that at that moment when he made that prediction either. Uh, secondly. You're now claiming that you meant Thanksgiving 2024, which is um, I did. Uh, slightly dishonest. Some no, I say. did. I meant 2024. Yeah, nope. That's on me for, again, uh, omission, error, uh, an error uh, omission okay. is still an omission. But All right. well, like I said, it is what it is. I am not going to relitigate this. But if I do need to litigate something, I'm calling David Gruber and Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all. 414-276-6666, 414-276-6666. His legal acumen might not be able to help me with Tausch, but it certainly can help you if you've been injured in an accident. He and his team are the best. There's no debate. Go to the website, gruber-law.com. That's gruber-law.com. There you'll find out more about the history of the firm, all the great lawyers that are on David's team, and... All the things they do in the community as well. They're so heavily involved in our communities. Again, Gruber Office is one call. That's all. We'll check in with some of the other bold predictions next. It's Wilde and Tausch. This is Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Sponsored by American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at amfam.com.
Yakuza continues. This is a good idea, right? This was fun. Even if you were wrong or you have to then months later pretend that you were right. I mean, either way, you, you it was fun. It was wow. a worthwhile exercise. I think the basic premise of this is where you correct on the arc of the season and how things are going to play out. Mm-hmm. Like Jesse hit that, but then he also said 100 things that were completely idiotic. Just because what? you sounded like a fool in my bold prediction because I ended up being right doesn't mean you get to lash out at me for being wrong. I wasn't wrong. The Packers were in who contention. Said I was, who said I was being an idiot? Uh, I'm saying it. You, sounded, you poo-pooed my notion, yeah, and I was right. Two people lashing out right now. You you were, said, you're you, an you idiot. You wouldn't bet a penny on that. Well, you didn't. Put a did, comma Jesse, on Jesse, it. did you put $5 down on it? Did you? No, I did not. You didn't. So I wasn't uh, again, presented the opportunity. It's real easy to say a lot of stuff, and it's another thing to actually do something about it. So uh, you were correct, no question about it, but the basic premise of this was how last season for the first time in a long time, we didn't know. We didn't know what was going to happen. There were so many unknowns as far as the Green Bay Packers, their quarterback, the youth of their team. And some of us thought that it was going to be a you know, slow start, and then they'd be a playoff team. Some of us thought they'd win six games. That's the beauty of it. And by the way, midway through October, Jason, you look like a genius. Midway through October, Jesse, you look like the idiot that I said you were going to look like. You're right on both and counts. And you know what? It changed. And, Jesse, you were right. Kudos to you. But you didn't put any money down on it. So you believed it, but you didn't really believe it. Well, apparently, for our next Boldathon, the third annual Boldathon, we will not be able to say that it's a bold prediction to say that the Green Bay Packers will win the Super Bowl. Because Brian Gutekunst, in his time with local reporters before going to the podium, was asked, do you think you have a team that can win the Super Bowl next season? Four words, basically two of them repeated. I do. I do. Not bold no more. That's the expectation. Right, And this is the point you have made very astutely, even though you're being disingenuous about your prediction, because they had the joy, the joie de vivre, of not having to deal with heavy expectations. Heavy is the crown, right? The crown of expectations. They didn't have that. They could play free and loosey-goosey. Now, they dealt with some adversity when they probably weren't feeling all free and loosey-goosey. But they, they're the house money thing, gone. You're playing with like your kids' yeah. college funds now. There is an expectation for you to be in the Super Bowl. Your general manager has set it that way on February 27th. So all that nice, hey, nobody gives us a chance. We're the underdogs. Is done so, right? Do you expect this team to embrace that? Uh, I don't think immediately they will because I think Matt LaFleur is looking at this and, uh, you know, I think privately they'll all be saying that, but I think publicly they still are going to be looking at it like we have a lot to prove. There's a lot of, there's a lot of youth and still 
unproven to the extent that they should. So there's still that part of it, but when you have the number one seed on the ropes, you should run with it and embrace it. And there's no, there are no uh, second place champion. All this other stuff. It's it's about winning the whole thing. And the Green Bay Packers, along with San Francisco, not Philadelphia, uh, I'm, I'm jumping in Jesse's club with that. There will be two or three teams that'll be in the mix. Dallas, right now, if you're asked to be Detroit, Dallas, Green Bay, San Francisco. Those would be your four prohibited favorites coming out mm-hmm. of the NFC. Agreed. Probably Green Bay at the three or four spot. And you win a few games early in the season, it's only going to build. So the whatever you said, Genoff and Aswa deal, Joie that de is gone. I don't know what any of that means. It's but French for joy the, of life. There will be a joy of life, but it's going to be with high expectations. And by the way, I, I said last year the thing I didn't love, it was nice to have that. You don't want that for more than a year or two. And the Packers, as Goody said down in Indy, it, the process picked up. And when that process picked up, now the expectation game changes, and the expectation is championship or bust, mm-hmm. which is very surprising that it's this quick, but that's what Brian Goody, Cooks and the Packers have been able to do. Uh, our buddy Joshy DiMaggio is efforting on some of the audio from Indianapolis for us so we can hear from Goody directly. Uh, I want to ask you a Eagles question before we move forward, though, even though this is not uh, Eagles today or anything like that. Um, they lost both of their coordinators to head coaching jobs last year, and Sirianni obviously uh, was on the hot seat toward the end of the season the way they collapsed. Do you think that they are on a downward spiral? You did not include them in your list of four teams, so you must. Uh, and what does that tell us about Jalen Hurts and any sort of cautionary tale for us about saying that you know Jordan Love is just going to get better, 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 and better and not worrying about him having some tumultuous times in his second or third year as a starter because I think there were people looking at Jalen Hurts the way we're looking at Jordan Love today, and last year was not a great year for him, especially down the stretch when things started to spiral. Yeah, I can understand that, but I think the stability and Philadelphia got old quick. Uh, The the injuries hit at the end of the season, and their defense along with, you know, and that's where the – Packers, we we all were Barry and Joe Barry, and now you have a whole new defensive scheme. There will be growing pains with that. But offensively, you should be much further ahead, and I think for as good of a quarterback as Jalen Hurts has been, and he's been fantastic, He, a lot of what he does is contingent on him not, not like scrambling and picking up yards, designed runs. You're right. And he got dinged up. And when you do that year after year, you can't stay healthy. Can you sit there and deliver the goods day in and day out with a group of wideouts that this sounds another thing that's crazy, and this is why Jesse deserves flowers for his prediction, because they had a star, they had a big-time tight end, and now if you look at it, you'd say, I'd take Green Bay's skill set over over, uh, Philadelphia's all day. Nobody in their right mind would say that last year. 
They have a legit number one wide receiver, though, right? And the Packers, unhappy. for all the guys that we unhappy. like. Okay, well, he was. I guess he was unhappy in Tennessee as well. I'm just saying they've got a proven commodity there. And the Packers, while there's lots to like about all of their guys, they don't have a guy who's established himself as a stud yet. I think Dontavion Wicks is going to do that next season. That's going to be my bold prediction, so don't take that. Uh, I'm not going to say he's going to do it by Thanksgiving 2024. It may take the entire season. But I think Dontavion Wicks is going to be a stud. That'll be my bold prediction. That's not that bold. What is bold is to make a little extra cash so you can go on fun trips, maybe to New Orleans for the Super Bowl, the big game, if you go and undergo one of the uh, trials at Fortree. I was trying yeah, to buy some time in between that, that word. And, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, sorry. I know that the G&G, uh, they will be in the mix to go to the big game, and if you're looking to already plan way out ahead, Fortria Clinical Trials has some fun studies for you to pick up some cash to get to that big game. Healthy adults ages 18 to 60, BMI 18 to 32. Study involves two states, 15 nights, and you can grab yourself almost $14,000 for your time and participation. They also have a trial where they're looking for healthy adults ages 18 to 55. That BMI is 18.5 to 32. Study involves one stay of 14 nights, and you grab yourself 6600 bucks for your time and participation. Go to FortriaClinicalTrials.com. That's Fortria, F-O-R-T-R-E-A, ClinicalTrials.com. We will wrap up the Boldathon in review and get to some of what Goody had to say. Coming up next, it's Will Dean's House. You're listening to Wildey and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Missed any of the show? Find us on Wisconsin On Demand wherever you get your podcasts. It's free, it's everywhere, and it's for you. Hey, Jesse, quick question, since you know, I'm, everybody's telling me I'm getting bludgeoned, and and I did. You, you won the Boldathon. I, had you predicted that Green Bay would go 4-13, and 13, would you have put this on the rundown and ran with it? Yeah, because that would have also been equally bad. Jesse? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? It was, hey, okay. it wasn't my idea to do this today. Just because I happened to be taking a victory lap. So well, now, wait a minute. It was your idea to do this well, today. Someone sent me mine, the tweet. It was my idea to do this today. It was not my idea to do this. How about that? Uh, maybe Jason recommended it, too. I would have thought this would have been uh, you know, at a different time of the year. But, you, again, when you get it right, you get it right. You got it right, even though you didn't put any money Yeah, on. all right. First of all, um, I, I am a big believer, even though I might be married to someone who's not, um, that you you own your being wrong. I think it, it costs you nothing. It's not that big of a deal. Um, 
Am I a little disappointed that you're trying to play this game? We we all we all know that you're. It's pretty transparent that you didn't mean Thanksgiving 2024. So we're playing along because we appreciate you because that's what makes you so charming. That said, I was um, I could have been more wrong, and this is why they play the whole season. Like I yeah, said, they were going six and eleven predictions, but you don't care if you're right or not, though. Like that doesn't bother you. It does bother me. I like winning. I want. Yeah, win. but 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 but. You were wrong, and so you admit you're wrong, and you move on with your life. I was wrong. I was wrong, but I wasn't wrong. I'm sorry? I I wasn't. What? I was wrong, but I wasn't wrong. (laughs) It's kind of, and Jason, I I don't want to put this on you, but it's kind of your job to know that... You can't oh, sign a new deal so until a year your, out. So now it's my fault Why that your you didn't prediction know that was wrong. Say, well, Taos, you can't actually do that. You know, that probably should have been something that you as a 28-year beat writer should know. Um, and you didn't. So. <laughs> Taos isn't lashing out at all. Not one bit. Hey, Truman. By the way, Gary Oldman's portrayal of Truman. Truman, kind of a, you know what? Not a fan of Truman. After what I, I saw, seen how it, he so was depicted I, I, I don't, in Oppenheimer. Don't tell me anymore. I, I'll make my own opinions on it. I Forget Truman. Don't tell me anymore. I don't want to hear anymore. Not a fan. Well, listen. Truman put down the buck stops here. The buck stop. I, I can't. So he gets a case, pass because he's got gonna, a good quote. Not in Oppenheimer. He didn't. It's in true. this case, I am not good, good going job, to Truman up because... Cause, I'm right. Because you'd rather Rutherford B. Hayes or whatever it would be. Whoever, whoever's the president who blamed other people. Rutherford that... B. Wrong, am I right? <laughs> All right, I want to hear Domofsky's bold prediction. Just because he was the inspiration for this, uh, I do want to defend okay. Jesse. Yes, it was his idea to do this today, in part because he wasn't aware Goody was talking. Uh, but it wasn't because he was right that we decided to do this. Again, someone, I think it was Josh DiMaggio, by the way, credit where credit is due. He sent me the tweet and said, hey, did you guys ever revisit this? And I thought, hey, this is a good idea. And I did it in large part because I was wrong about most of the season. I thought Jordan Love was going to get his act together down the stretch. He did, but it happened way earlier than I expected. I didn't think they were going to win nine games. I thought they were going to win six. I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs. I certainly didn't think they were going to win a playoff game. Didn't think they were going to go down to Dallas where Mike McCarthy's team was invincible all season and boat raced them. And I'm okay with being wrong. Others want to pretend that they were right or it was someone else's fault that they were wrong. Was Rob Tomofsky right or wrong with his bold prediction? Don't defend yourself. We're moving on. No, we're not going to move on. I'll admit when I'm wrong. Oh my this god! This case, I'm I, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, I was on wrong, the but exact... I wasn't wrong. Was I right about Jordan Love getting a contract extension? He doesn't he have one yet. So you were wrong. Is he going to? <laughs> I... But he doesn't have one now. <laughs> you even put a tangible, measurable right deadline on it, and then you're somehow manipulating that to think that it was yeah, something I'm else. I'm going to say this. For next year's Boulder, I am going to vag the heck out of this thing. I'm going to leave it so vague oh, that I can just. Don't. No, I will. Pa- don't be this is pa- what I, you guys are forcing me. Come on. You're forcing me to vag it up. And no, now I know not. why Wilde is so hedgy. No, I'm going to vag it. Just admit you right, were wrong, and then we'd be done, and we'd I'm already not moved on. I, I am not wrong. You're I'm, not, I'm done arguing dink. with you guys about who's wrong. <laughs> All right, what did Rob Dabowski say? Please. Luke Musgrave will be. Offensive Rookie of the Year. 
What year? <laughs> Which year? 2026. <laughs> uh, okay. <sighs> okay. So, where we stand now is that they, and this is another thing Goody just talked about at the podium uh, in Indy, they got two good, really good young tight ends that they're really excited about. And frankly, in some ways, because let's be honest, uh, play the South Dakota theme music real quick, because the bottom line is we would not have known how good Tucker Craft really is or what potential he has if Luke Musgrave doesn't rupture his kidney. Because he wasn't playing. He was barely playing. Correct. And then yeah. he his 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 opportunity ticked up a little bit. He had that nice hurdle against the Chargers, which was the game in which Musgrave got hurt. But Musgrave, we didn't know how severe it was at the time. That was a blessing in disguise because now they know they got two guys and they can go uh, two tight ends and they got two guys that they're excited about. So that prediction from Rob, while wrong, and he would have to admit it was wrong, uh, they actually, the benefit was he didn't play as much as we expected. Our buddy Bill Huber, who was not part of it, but we'll invite him this year, he had predicted that Luke Musgrave would have 60 catches. And I thought he was crazy. He doesn't rupture his kidney. He ends up with 60 catches. Hmm. He was good. And now we're all eager to see what the tight ends look like moving forward. All right, uh, Jesse, was there anything else from the Boldathon? Any victory laps you wanted to take further before we put it to bed? I did want to play the the, the whole uh, sequence that we had put together at some point because there were some that stood out. We could do that maybe a little bit later in the show. All right, because I, I, I do want to get to some of the things yeah. that Goody said because I am intrigued by a few of his comments. We'll get to that during the 10 o'clock hour. Taush, do you think, even though Matt LaFleur and, again, I was told none of the coaches went. So apparently it's not just the head coach. Um yeah. There was a time when you would go down then and you could end up in a few local watering holes in Indianapolis or restaurants and come across coaching staffs all enjoying Coors Light. At least in the Packers' case, they may love Coors Light, but they ain't drinking it in Indy this week. Uh, Coors Light brewed with a three-step cold process, cold lager, cold filtered, and it is cold packaged, so it's made to chill. Born in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado in 1978, Coors Light is refreshing. It is crisp. It's only 102 calories. That's why it is Coors Light in my hand when I need a moment to chill. Celebrate responsibly, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.